Flim Flam, she's Wonko, and this is episode 11 of season 4, Bard's Eye View and Xena Warrior Princess, Daughter of Pamira. Hey, friend. Yay, you got through the intro on the third time of asking. Yeah, listen, listen to the end for the bloopers. Oh, I'm not going to put them in the bloopers. It's not funny. It's just tragic. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, was, that was the third attempt. Yeah. We've had a wee break from recording and Flim Flam, you know, yeah. you know her intro is never the same one week to another anyway. It's just like, yeah. la la la, I'll just say some words in my radio announcer <laughs> voice and just go la 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 la, words will come out. Is that, and... my, is that my radio announcer voice? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think so. Anyway, so Daughter of Pomira, here we are. This is, as yeah. my dear old brother would say, a folly up thing mm-hmm. from That's an episode. Up-y. From an episode that uh, was in season two, which was quite a good episode, The Price, right? Yes. In what way is it a follow-up thing? <laughs> a folly-up thing? It's a folly up thing in that it features uh, the, the same um, antagonists from that episode well, it, with of. a twist. With a twist. Uh, it, uh, the twist is amazing. You'll never believe what the twist is. Oh my God. The twist is, get this right, that these people are actually people. <gasps> I mean, we, for, for long-time listeners and viewers, we, we did kind of establish that in season two, but, yeah, but not, everyone is, not everyone is on the same page here. No, there's a guy called Ovaltine who's like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the, the, um, the irritating tag-along this week is is a guy called Milo. Yeah, uh, we've all Many many of you will know, depending depending on your location. I don't know. Is it a global thing? It's Nestle. It probably is, isn't it? Well, you say so, that, but I never heard of it until I went to Asia. I have seen it here. So it's so it's a a malted drink made with milk mm, called uh, Milo. Called Milo, and it's it's basically the same as Ovaltine or Bonvita, all those. Horlicks, all those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a, a health, a health drink. Is it healthy? It's not. It's just no. It's just sugar with something naughty <laughs> added to yeah. to make it seem yeah you know, to sell it as a health drink. It's got some vitamins uh, added to get to get to get kids to drink milk. And there's basically. a picture of a boy on the but, front playing football. So obviously it's healthy. So so Wonko said to me while we were while we were chatting, said, "You know, this is funny because Milo is a drink that is very popular in Asia." And I said, "It's worse than that." It's literally in every kitchen in New Zealand. That's where I first had it. It's like, why? Surely well, you someone New said. Flam. You should have mentioned that before. I did live in New Zealand. When I did. Flam I did live in New Zealand. New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> the avoidance of further doubt, I have lived in New Zealand. <laughs> yeah, so. So, yeah, it was a celebrity, do you think? Life. Give him a ridiculous name. No, I don't think so. But I I think think... there's a lot of naming fuckery going on in this episode because this is one of the things you can tell we didn't really enjoy this episode because we were texting (laughs) each other about random irrelevant details. Um, So one of the characters in this story is called Vanessa, which it just bothered the shit out of me. I hate it so much because Vanessa is a modern name that was invented in the 1700s. Like it was created by the writer Jonathan Swift, it never existed before. So why couldn't yeah, you just it's... give her a Greek fucking name? Like Yeah, like like Gabrielle. Yeah, like Gabrielle. 
Yeah, exactly. Anyway, anyway, is her name really Vanessa? Well, it's her birth name. Yes. The name her birth parents gave her, but it's not the name that she likes to go by now. I've literally forgotten what name she prefers. Pili. Did you say Billy Pili. with Billy Piper? Well, it, it, I think at the beginning, the guys who are looking for her call her Billy. <laughs> uh, but then, <laughs> but then, then later on she says, actually, it's Pili. Oh, well, actually. Except she doesn't. She says, actually, my name Pili. Oh, yeah. Just, oh, there's so much. There's so yeah. much fucking nonsense. Let's do a quick recap first before we get into... Yes, please. The things that we hated. Um, (laughs) So um, it begins with Xena flashbacking about her fight with the Horde back in the day. Right? Mm. Uh, And then we return to the present with her looking like, you know, the thousand yards sailed into the distance. Yeah. With Gabrielle and she's like... uh, You're a different person now. Yeah, sure. Uh, And and she's like, yeah, I know the word for water. That's it. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's just a little reminder, just a little tiny mm. reminder that we've met these characters before and that Xena came to a sort of understanding with them at the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. Right. The, the, in the first episode when they were introduced, they were considered, it seemed like they, they were this like almost like mythical um, beings, you know, like, oh, yeah. the horde, you know, no one who's ever seen them has got out alive. And in this episode, mm. it seems like there's a large community of them living quite close to a large community of Greeks. And they just have little skirmishes with each other on occasion. Yeah. Um, it seems like, I don't know, it seems like a little bit of a different setup than <laughs> than what was than what was set up in the first episode where we met them. But whatever, who cares? Um, yeah. The other thing that was kind of set up, I we, we discussed this at the time. The other thing that was mm. kind of set up was, although we were seeing this whole conflict from the Greek perspective, it yeah. was very easy to look at it from the other perspective <laughs> that these were invaders and that yeah, the, yeah, yeah. So, the, so there's a the whole horde colonial were, yeah the colonialism thing, thing going on yeah. and that the horde were kind of uh, fighting off invaders to their land and that is now explicitly made clear that that is what's happening in this episode yes. right yeah um, do you think maybe so, that they they felt the indigenous coding of these characters was too subtle the first time, so they had to really I th- I think, hammer it home. I think it, it must have been because <laughs> there's there are some explicit um, uh, kind of signposts here, aren't there? Yeah. So, like, yeah, so much. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. So we're in the horde territory now, right? And Zena's going to go plans to go around them or whatever, but then she sees some young horde youth out on a field trip um and gabrielle does a little bit of racial profiling here Mm. um by identifying that one of them is blonde and therefore assuming that um this is what there shouldn't be a blonde person there um it's very given (laughs) given my experience of the horde two years ago which was a 45 minute skirmish with some of the horde i'm assuming they're all like that i'm assuming that none of them could possibly be blonde Mm-hmm. Right, makes sense. There's no such thing as like albinism in this community, obviously, or like or it's or just or some of them are just might be blonde. With, yeah, you know, just fuck off, Gabrielle, with your bullshit. <laughs> Honestly, she's such an intervening she's... busybody. This one, yeah, this is busybody Gabrielle this week. This is curtain twitching Gabrielle. 
this is a little bit of mum's net, Gabrielle. It is a bit, isn't it? Yeah. It is a bit. It is a bit. Brief recap, pal. Oh yeah, back to the brief recap. Fucking hell. Um, so anyway, so these kids, there's like four of them. And then out of nowhere, the magical um re- regenerating um axes yes. appear and yeah. hits one of them in the back and you're like, Oh shit, we just killed <gasps> this teenager. Um but who is it? It's Ovaltine. It's our Yay. man Ovaltine, the biggest fuckwit Ooh. in the West. Um, who comes in and um just kills kills one guy, grabs another one, and is about to scalp him. I think this is one of the That's one of those signposts I mentioned. Is that is that one of those mm. um <laughs> Have we have we hammered this home enough? Here. Um yeah. so he's gonna scalp him and apparently he's gonna get ten dinars per scalp. So not only not only is the horde like living very close by to this Greek community, community but yeah. also also like they're in conflict enough that there's a fucking bounty out on them. Yeah. And people are able to claim this bounty. So, like, the horde, it's not like in the previous episode, it was like that if you meet the horde, you're dead. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas now it's kind of like if you meet the horde, you might be able to scalp one and trade it in for 10 dinars. Yeah. So, cool, whatever. Um, Anyway, so she gets away, the the little blonde girl, um, and then she's left behind some leather thing, which Xena immediately recognizes. And it turns out that she is the biological daughter of one of Xena's old men. Yeah. Um, who just happens to be retired and living nearby. And we're supposed to be on his side, I think, in this episode, or meant to be. But like, if he was fighting with Xena back then, he was a bad guy. Oh, but he but he no longer fights. He's he's he no a longer changed fights. Man. Oh, that's that makes yeah. all the difference then. Like. <laughs> So him and his, his wife are there and they've lost their daughter, Vanessa. Fucking stupid yeah. name for an ancient Greek child. Um, six years ago. She's been gone for six years and now I think we know where she is. She's been adopted by yeah. the Horde or, as Gabrielle yeah. assumes, taken captive by the Horde. I mean, like, very problematic, Gabrielle, where your mind leaps to. She's yeah. quite obviously being treated as one of the of the group when she was with the others. Yeah. She yeah. was dressed like them. She had the face paint. She had, um, and she was she, her, she wasn't she was like in chains with them, or anything. Body language. She wasn't trying to yeah. escape. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like so, she part clearly wasn't like being mistreated at all. She's obviously yeah. be become part of the group. Um, yeah. But you know, whatever, Gabrielle. Uh, obviously, Gabrielle assumes something terrible's happened, and she needs to be with her real family. A lot of kind of uh, yeah, very mum's night, Gabrielle. Uh, mm. And yeah. a little bit heterosexist yeah. as well when she goes into the a child needs her mother and her father routine. Yeah, so heteronormative. Yeah, like you're not going to be saying that do, in a couple of years' time, Gabrielle, did, when you knock Zena up. Remind me, remind <laughs> me, Gabrielle. Did you want Hope to have influence from her father? Yeah, did 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 Hope's father have visitation rights every other weekend? Oof. I don't think so. Yeah. So, so there are lots of kind of meaningful glances, and we're we're remembering our children <clears throat> thing, yeah, but but not really remembering the, the fine details of it because any, anyway, anyway, <laughs> there's a bit later where Gabrielle says, uh, "I should know better than to get involved with families." <laughs> I'm like, I think it was meant to be, uh-huh. and she uh-huh. was like, she gave Zena a little look, like, I think it was meant to be a, like that time I got your son killed. <laughs> 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 Hey Zena, remember that time I got your son killed? Still, just a bit funny. 
If only I could have learned from it. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, on with the brief recap. Oh, yeah. Um, so Xena disguises herself as a member of the Horde, including... Oh, it's so bad. Dre- where Does she do her hair in dreads? Is it, surely not. Is, is I think it a it's wig? a wig, is it? It would, she's it would still have got to be, wig but... hair next week. <laughs> <laughs> That's really true. Bad hair next week. Yeah. Um, I think it's a wig, and she does the face paint, and she, and like she, this is so stupid. This bit, she yeah. goes into a cave with uh, a bunch of these guys, uh, mm. and she she's blending in, <laughs> and it just so happens that they're all just <laughs> randomly grunting and repeating the one word that she knows over and over. <laughs> Because that's a well-known thing. If you're sitting in a group with a bunch of people that, um, that you're mm. that you're at home with, and like you're you speak the language, um, you just say water over and over again, don't you? That's the well, thing. Well, they're, they're they're passing a water skin round, so it is basically that's bullshit. It's pass pass the port. It's Kotaka, 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 More more Kotaka, Vicar. Yeah, and then he sends her away to get more. Fill yeah. up the water skin. Yeah, fuck off and get the water, dumbass. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's really stupid. Yeah. You know, because like this is the one uh, word of this language that we know, yeah. so obviously we have to repeat it over and over. You know. <laughs> um. It and pays then, off though, because Vanessa yeah. goes to get the Kaltaka, or Zena goes to get the Kaltaka. Anyway, fuck they're both they both end up at a pool of water. Yeah. Who cares? Um. And. Zena says it's okay. You're safe. I'm. I'm here to help. And the kid screams as she as you would some weirdo. As, <laughs> as yeah, some weirdo speaking speaking a language you've maybe forgotten, but I'm sure it will come back very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, Zena does the sensible thing rather than saying rather than backing off and saying no, it's okay. Give yourself time. She um, stops the kid screaming by. Putting the pinch on her. Also. Yeah, that's what you do. That's how it's done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Don't so, so I hire Xena to be your fucking Literally, babysitter. literally, <laughs> this kid who is, if she is adopted or captured or whatever, obviously going to have some identity issues. So she removes her voice. Yeah. Awesome yeah. work. <laughs> it's classic. <laughs> classic stuff. Right? Yeah. <laughs> very, very much of its time. Oh yeah, nineteen ninety, <laughs> whatever it was. Oh yeah. Anyway, yeah. so she takes her back to Gabrielle, uh, and Gabrielle's like, "You're safe now, <laughs> Vanessa, with this randomer you've never met before." Um, yeah. And then Zena goes off to lay a false trail. Meanwhile, the little girl gets her voice back because the pinch wears off. That and starts, pinch wears off, yeah. And starts talking to Gabrielle in English. Or Greek or whatever it's meant well, to Greek. be. Yeah. Um, and then Gabrielle is so she's like, oh, you can talk? I mean, you can speak English? Because mm, you could clearly see Greek. that they were talking. Yeah. You know? You could you well, so by by talk she means speak our language. So anyone who doesn't yeah, speak real language, language you speak you speak like a civilized human being. Yeah. So basically Gabrielle what you saying anyone who doesn't speak your language is not talking. Except yeah. they clearly are because they've got their own language. And it's not that it's clearly not that difficult to learn. <laughs> there's like a one-to-one yeah, translation one for some things there's only got one word exactly <laughs> right 
the only problem with learning this language is that no one's ever been able to be close to this um to to the horde long enough to learn it but apart from this girl who has learned their language right she's fluent um but she can also still remember enough of her original first language to communicate with gabrielle she can remember vocabulary and she can remember her um very well spoken um accent which is still perfect but what's her perfect accent yeah is grammar or syntax yeah Mm. Mm. um she's not great on verbs She's not but, great but on good on things. good on nouns and pronouns. <laughs> say. So um, she needs to move on to to unit seven now, which is oh, doing words. So terrible. Like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we now establish that um, the kid does not think of herself as Vanessa. She her name that she owns and goes by is is Pilly. Mm-hmm. My my name Pilly. <laughs> yeah, and. <laughs> And um, also, we know this is where the title of the episode comes in, because mm. the Horde, funnily enough, yes. don't call themselves that. Mm. Funnily enough, that's not the name yeah. that they give themselves. They are called Pomira. Da, yeah. da, da, da. Right, hence where the title comes from, in case you were wondering. So, yeah. anyway, so they drag this kid, this poor kid back to these two parents that she barely remembers. And then the father's an immediate dickhead because she doesn't immediately yeah. run into his arms and like yeah. be like, Daddy, Daddy, it's my daddy! Like, thingy at the end of the Railway Children. Um, <gasps> oh, don't! Oh. <laughs> oh. Instant sobbing. Yeah, what is it? Jenny Agatha, is that right? Jenny Agatha, yeah. Yeah, one daddy, of the nuns from daddy. Call the Midwife. Well. <laughs> yeah. Where was I? I... Let's quick I recap. Her, so I preferred her in her walkabout phase. Okay. <laughs> Where was I? Right, anyway, so Daddy, basically... Daddy, my daddy. Basically, Cena gets this idea that um, she's going to use this little girl to be uh, essentially the... how to create peace between the Greeks yeah. and the, the Pomera. A bridge. Right? A bridge. Yeah. Um, uh, because that's all you need. You just need to be able to... She's basically the uh, Rosetta Stone of this situation. Yes. Yeah. That's what they should have called her. They should have Rosetta, called her Rosetta Stone. That would have been really funny. I know someone who's called that. That is awesome. literally her name, Rosetta. Uh, although she goes by Rosie, as you would. <laughs> I I know someone, or knew, knew someone. Uh, I know someone whose grandmother was called Legion, as a middle name. For she was many. Legion. So her name was literally Legion. Brilliant. <laughs> You sure she wasn't named after a demon from the New Testament? Reasonably sure. Reasonably sure. Okay. Yeah. Um. So Zena pretends like she's gonna fight the fight the horde with these guys because she wants to get them all on side. Yeah. But what she's actually gonna do is is like create some sort of a peace, right? Meanwhile, the little girl kind of um remembers her past a little bit. They take the face mm-hmm. paint off her and put her in a dress, and then the dad's like, "Oh yes, this is my child after all." She's not the mm. savage I thought she was. It's like, Dad, just shut the yeah, fuck he's, up. Yeah, he's called her a savage. He's called her an animal. Yeah. Yeah, standard. Standard dad stuff. stuff. Yeah. yeah. No wonder yeah. No wonder she, she doesn't want to stay with him, you know? Uh, but yeah. then but then she gets dressed up in her one of her old dresses and brushes yeah. her hair. Um, and then she remembers that she had a doll that she liked. A really creepy fucking doll. Yeah, it's... Um, 
you may well have been to uh, the Museum of Disturbing and Terrifying Childhood in <laughs> Edinburgh. And there's a display. I'll see if I can find some photos. We can we can put them up on social of the the kind of doll we're talking about. It's really awful. just, uh, you know, it's the kind of if you if you're going to view a house, and you and you go in and there's a row of these dolls in the window. Is it you know not not do not buy that house. Yeah, no, do not mistake. Anyway, so mm. basically, this girl is now she's sort of half remembering her old life. Mm. But she's yeah. also very conflicted because she loves her adopted father and her life with um the Pomira. Um and so her, she's her adopted like, father Cervix. Cervix, yeah. <laughs> Whatever his name is, Cervix is what it sounds like. Um yeah. <laughs> So when they come to get her, Xena pretends like she's gonna start the battle, but what she actually does is open the gates and, and lets people um, let's 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 all sit down and talk. Here, yeah. be a translator, little girl, with a four-year-old's memory of our language. Um, but it's fine. It's all good. But 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 Ovaltine causing oh, problems again, and she has yeah. to go and fight him because he get he's he's um he's actually hasn't he. He's copied this trick from the Horde, he has, hasn't he? He has copied this trick from the Horde. So yeah. if you remember from the price, uh, there's some sort of siege situation and mm. everything looks good. And then the Horde leap out of pits. They've taken the time to dig. Yeah. Actually, it turns out they've got this whole un- underground network, doesn't it? So that that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Makes more <laughs> sense now than it did, than it did in before. the first episode. They've read uh, anyway, so, so Ovaltine trampolines out of this pit and goes to kill Sir, uh, Cervix. Yeah. So Xena obviously uh, has to come down and fight him. Now, I was watching fight, this fight, episode fight. at 1.25 speed, so it was quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was quite amusing, yeah. the fight, fight, fight. Um, so she fights with Ovaltine and then it ends with that traditional someone's been stabbed and they both look like they could have yeah, they're, been stabbed. They're in a, they're in a clinch yeah. and it looks like Zine's been stabbed because she which does of, a, <gasps> Which face. of them has been stabbed? Obviously it's Ovaltine that's been stabbed. Oh, so, naturally. So he's dead. Um, and yeah. then yeah. the little girl comes and talks a little bit to her adopted dad and then so she talks a bit to her biological parents and yeah. gives them the doll back. And, and basically, I think it's... I think they've worked... They basically... They don't explicitly say this, but I think they've worked out some sort of visitation custody agreement. Well, the, well, this this is um, Pilly setting that up, isn't it? She says, "No, you keep you keep the doll, or you keep doll." Mm-hmm. Um, re- really, um, definite and indefinite definite article should have been covered in Unit Two. <laughs> um, so she says, "You you keep the doll," and. That way, I can sometimes I can see her. So it's I I want to be in both of your lives. Is the is yeah. what she's saying? And then, despite the clear like decades of mistrust, violence, and hatred between these two camps, and scalping, um, yeah, and the scalping, um, the resolve the problem is immediately resolved, right? Through the love through the love of a child through the love of a child. Yeah, Merry Christmas. You know what I believe. What? I believe. <laughs> Children are our future. Teach them well. Teach let them, them well. Lead the way. Let them lead the way. <laughs> I decided long ago never to walk in anyone's shadow. I decided long ago not to be a teacher. 
so yeah. I didn't have to pay our own children. Why didn't I decide that? What's wrong yeah. with you? Oh, sorry. It's that every. Yeah. It's uh, I'm in that. Um, just about to finish the Christmas holidays and start yeah, the worst same. term of the year. <laughs> Down slope of a mood. Anyway, yeah. so this episode was. Uh, I didn't like it. Did you like? Mm. <laughs> did you like it? <laughs> um, mo- mostly not. But it, mm. as I say it was well intentioned, but but poorly executed. Yeah. There were lots of things that were a bit problematic um a little bit and i'm not sure that they were recognized as we are we are depicting some problematic attitudes at the time it was just like no i think this yeah was very... that, that i'd like that to be handled differently if it was being i kind of feel now. like this is they this is what they saw as progressive yeah <laughs> um so that's interesting but yeah it's off its time like you said like you said, but like it's yeah. We're, again, it reminds... we're, we're being we're being outraged that this that this um show vaguely pretending to to depict life two or three thousand years ago <laughs> display absolutely up to date attitudes and viewpoints and morality. Yeah, um, that's it. Fuck this show. Cancel it. Um, <laughs> too late. It's already been off here for over twenty years. <laughs> yeah. uh, where was I? <laughs> so. There's two things that it reminds me of this episode, right? Um, firstly, an episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation called "Suddenly Human," which is about yes. Captain Picard finding a human boy among uh, some aliens on a spaceship, and mm. the aliens uh, had adopted him after their after his parents had been killed in an attack because it's part of their culture to take to adopt the children of their slain enemies, right? Yeah. Um, and then he basically is trying to make the boy come back to his life with his human grandparents and all that, but he doesn't mm. want to because he sees this uh, alien captain as his father, and he wants to stay exactly, exactly, in the world exactly that he knows. The same. And then at yeah. the end, Captain Picard realizes that he's trying to enforce his own views on this child, who yeah. doesn't actually want to. He doesn't actually want to leave all he's ever known. Yeah, and and yeah. come back to what he thinks Coming he up. should be in, and so he lets mm. him go back with his dad, with his actual dad, yeah. who's brought him up. Um, so it reminded me of that. So for once, which, which was which was filmed first? Um, the Star Trek episode. Oh, okay, that's from nineteen ninety. So it reminded me of that. So for once, mm. Xena is the pillager and not the pillagee, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty standard trope, though. I don't think I, you know, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. It's a pretty standard yeah. trope that. Um, and mm. the other thing it reminded me of was in, in its sort of philosophy of how colonizers and indigenous peoples should interact. Mm. Um, it was Disney's Pocahontas. Yes. Um, and very this, much. particularly very much. the song "Savages," which were meant to be all like, "Oh my God, they're both savages to each other." Dun, so dun, dun. Both both sides are singing about the other. Yes, they're singing the same song. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Groundbreaking dot gif. Groundbreaking, said Meryl Streep. So it reminded me of both those things. uh, And neither of those things... Well, at the Star Trek episode, it's not too bad, but Pocahontas Mm. is... mm, Mm, Yeah. Not great, is it? Uh, 
<laughs> in so many ways. I would recommend an episode, uh, a, a video essay by Lindsay Ellis called Pocahontas Was a Mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Which actually goes into a lot of this stuff. It's is, really, it's a very good video. Is Lindsay Ellis the same person that did the Cats mm-hmm. video? Why is Cats? Why is Cats? <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, we we digress, but that's very good as well. Yeah, they're all good. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's the kind of level we're at here, like nineteen nineties yeah. racial politics. But for they intended it this to be progressive, and so we'll just take them on their we'll take take it in the spirit it was intended. Okay. Right. Yes, let's do that because we we still want to watch the rest of. Yeah, couple of seasons, so let's not cancel yeah. it. Yeah, the beginning of season four, this first half of season four has been rough. I'm not gonna lie. Um, has been a bit, but one or two standout <laughs> episodes, but then a lot of dross. Yeah, a fair. Uh, speaking of <laughs> <laughs> next week, um, the other thing yeah. that really bothered oh, the, the like the, the the fact that the kid is called Vanessa bothers me. Yes. All right, and I shouldn't be. It's stupid to be bothered by anachronisms it, in Xena. It's so stupid. It's so it's so stupid. <laughs> Why am I letting this thing bother me? The other thing Van- that bothers me. Vanessa is a stupid name, says woman who calls herself Wonko. <laughs> it's not a stupid name. It's a perfectly good name, but it is perfectly. It's formula. an 18th century name, so fuck off. <laughs> but like the, <laughs> that sort of thing annoys yeah. me, right? And it shouldn't. I, sh- I should know better. And the other you thing should. that annoyed me was um, how they made her talk in order to convey um, basically they were trying to convey my language acquisition was stunted at age four. Right? Or whatever age she was that, meant or to just be. That She's I, been gone. It's my Greek is very rusty because I've been speaking Pomera. Well, you see that's bullshit though right (laughs) yeah i know i know that you and i know that (laughs) yeah it's just nonsense right because what should have happened i mean like if she'd stopped speaking greek at the age of four or five or however old she was meant to have been when she was taken then when she went to speak when she was back among greek speakers then it would probably have come back to a certain extent right she would have Mm. picked she would have she would have maintained a certain level of acquisition of this language but it's not fully acquired and it certainly yeah. wouldn't have been generic foreigner speaking English, yeah. which is what it, they've given us, right? Pro- it would probably have been mostly nouns, which we've seen. I guess, but like, no, it's just dumb. Like, all of the. Yeah. Like, the sentence structure and the syntax that they have this child do. It's just, yeah. they've just like, oh, what do foreigners sound like when they speak English? I know, we'll just remove the articles and like. It's- <laughs> It's kind of what do, it's more like what do English people sound like when they're pretending to be a foreigner speaking bad English? It's not even yeah how yeah, yeah. it's just mm. I mean the reason well, you know this right um I, I obviously I'm about to language explain to you who's got a degree in a language right I, I am a I am a cunning linguist indeed um but uh, I'm speaking to the listener now the singular okay. listener um. Like, if you don't know, the reason why when some people who speak certain languages start to speak English miss out articles is because articles don't exist in their native language, right? So it doesn't make any sense why someone who was brought up (laughs) speaking a language that had articles would suddenly, in order to make them seem more foreign, 
stop using them. Like, even if yeah. the Pomira language doesn't contain them, which I guess it doesn't, but like, anyway, fuck it. It's just nonsense, right? And I, I hated that particularly. <laughs> it just doesn't hang together. It just doesn't yeah. hang together. Basically, the fictional reality they created has so many holes that it doesn't hang together as a coherent narrative, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm a cunning linguist. My colleague here is an English teacher. Does it show? Does it show? Anyway, so um, yeah. four out of ten for this episode. Let's move on. <laughs> four out of ten, and one of those is for uh, the the very ending. So there's one good thing. There's one really good about line this episode, in the episode. One yeah. quite sweet thing at the end. So um, all the way through, Gabrielle is saying, "Oh, if I, if only I hadn't racially profiled her and interfered like the mum's <laughs> <laughs> net." Uh, Gabrielle, I am. None of this would have happened. And and Zena says, "No, no, it's good though. It's good that it happened because it's." It's it's what enabled us to to find this truth and this peace and understanding. Um, so Gabrielle's like, oh, I've 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 never I've never really been the hero before. I could I could get used to this. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna be the I'll be the hero. You be the sidekick. Mm-hmm. And there's this one line that one of those nice little fade out as they're walking away moments. <laughs> those are always good, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, and it's seen as saying, okay, you kick butt. I'll take notes. Yeah. It's cute. <laughs> it's cute. Except we've established that the only thing she knows how to do with a scroll is wipe her arse with it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she needs to take notes on taking notes. Yeah. (laughs) So, next week, even better episode, right? Oh my god. Oh, we've been looking forward to this one Mm. since... Forever. Oh Oh god. It's one of the episodes that you always name when we're talking about the episodes you hate the most. It is. It's the episode I thought was going to... I, I, I think I thought Finn's Femmes and Gems had the awful bit about this episode. Anyway, you know by now what, what we're talking about is <laughs> if the shoe fits. Yeah. So that's what we're going to be looking at next week. Fun times. Yeah. So see you then. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of A Bard's Eye View with me, Wonko, and her, Professor Flimflam. Follow us on Twitter at Bard's Eye Podcast and subscribe to us on your podcast app of choice. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon, and of course on the Podbean app. Feel free to leave us a review, but only if it's a good one. Bye!